This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. minutes after the hour is six o'clock. Thank you so much for joining us on the Paul Breakfast Show on Paul One and Two Digital. The studio is at 88 to 90 Abercrombie Street, Port of Spain, Trinidad, Planet Earth, third from the sun. That's a Richard's friend. Thank you, Paul, for our news brief. Of course, the Power Breakfast Show this morning. It is heard from Paul. We're here from Wendell Stephen. Richard Ragobara saying he's got a spaceship problem. We got Ruben. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning, all right? But quickly, let's take a look what's happening traffic wise on this hazy morning. I enjoyed the rain yesterday. You can see that again. All right, you got some traffic this morning from Maloney to Piaco, Trinity City towards Yui, Eastern Main Road, Arima Old Road, Takarigua, Makoya. You've got some traffic there already. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. From the interchange of Port of Spain to Barataria, really. Slow going. And then just before the Labas, you've got some traffic. Out to the west, I got nothing to tell you about. Let's head down San Fernando and see what's going on there. Uh, nothing really, just by the solo. Yeah, on the solo from Forest Park. Yeah, head into Sugar Gornas and step on the gas. Then you'll mash it again, head into towards the interchange. That's a quick traffic update for you. Let's see what Sanders Hello is first thing this morning. Again, Ken E is missing in action. Yeah, so Trev Trev in Arima, good morning. Maria Marva, good morning. San Kufa says, good morning, everyone. Good morning to Ruben. Andrew says, 
something. Okay, Andrew. Uh, Oliver Man Warren, I understand you celebrated your 50th birthday on the weekend. Uh, I came in expecting to see cake and ice cream. I asked Shelly. She said, no, nothing. Nothing. So, anyway, happy belated birthday to you, Oliver Man Warren. Hope you had a great day. Look that way. Peter and Judy locked on in Charlotte. Good morning, TNT. Um... Judy bought a tower and a coal uh, for my coal pot. Okay. Nice moms in law, clearly. Ms. Maloney, good morning. Carol Guevara, what go on? CJ New York, what's happening? Big guy behind JFK. Good morning. Great weather, he says. DJ Ray, Renu Halasi, good morning to you as well. Alright, that's a quick hello. Alright. Let me just get into the guys now. And say good morning, Granado. Wendell, Stephen, what's happening to you, my friend? All right, he's not there. Morning, Paul. Yeah, morning, morning. I, I don't know. I, I lost you for, there for a while, Steve. Oh. I don't know what happened. You just went off here. But good morning, Paul. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. And good morning, everyone. Mm-hmm. All over the I, I'm having that kind of morning, trust me. Okay, I literally okay. just ran in here to try to get on. Okie dokie. Well, I was early until the computer decided to ask me for the password for the email, and I'm going, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I know. I, know. So I woke I up the whole know. newsroom and said, What's your password? What's your password? <laughs> I couldn't remember it, you know, and I put the password in and I forgot it. And I don't use it, so. Yeah, you know. So, morning, Paul. Morning, Steve. Wendell, Richard, Ruben, everyone. It's on the wall in the newsroom, newsroom Steve. Sorry? It's on the wall in the newsroom. Oh, is that okay? Because yeah, we all forget it. Yeah, we do, don't we? <laughs> we do. That's how we wrote it on the wall in the newsroom. Yeah, so, you yeah, have yeah. to forget it. Yeah, I think I need to put it on this PC so if it happens again. Let me say uh, happy birthday, belated birthday to my cousin Janine. Let's say happy birthday going out to Shelly Das. Manning. Manning. <laughs> Shelly Das Manning. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding, eh? Sankofa, good morning. And Michael Cherry, good morning to you as well. Yeah, morning to... Today's Sankofa's birthday, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. So happy, happy birthday, Sankofa. And happy birthday, belated... Happy birthday to Adele Wiltshire. Um, and also belated birthday greetings to Bernadette Brown, who celebrated her birthday yesterday. Okay. Yesterday was my father's birthday. Uh-huh. So we had lunch. It was good. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday was the what? The ninth? Yep. Right. Yeah. And my brother Glenn is the Rogers. 21st. Yeah. Glenn Rogers was the 8th. Um, Ad- Arlene Ramdor was the 8th. Robert Wilshere was the eighth. Wow. Shaka Joseph was the eighth. He used to be a counselor in San Fernando. Um, Nelline Sangster was the eighth also too. Well, actually, Arlene and Nelline are both sisters, eh? And they're born on the same day. But they're not twins. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, happy birthday. 
full of October. And Steve Khan, I have to tell you from today, happy birthday. Because I won't be on air with you tomorrow when you actually celebrate your birthday. Yeah, man. Paul's an invite. You'll just jump on in. <laughs> so you're traveling? Huh? Who, me? You're traveling? Not, not today. I'm, I'm actually traveling on Thursday. And then I go to Africa on the weekend. I go to Africa the 20th or 20th, some of those days. I head out to Ghana. But as, as I say, I'll try to join you, you guys as far as humanly possible once I'm not around. Once I'm not in the country, join you as usual. Mm. Africa, I'm not sure of the out. I think it's a, is there, a, there is a time difference. Um, but I'll try to do some uh, a couple shows from Africa because I want you. I will want you all to to see Ghana. You know, I want to see for our listeners and viewers to have a look at what Ghana looks like. Especially, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. Uh, Robin Roberts of GMA um, went to Ghana last week, and I had the television on at that station. And mm-hmm. I mean. You know, it was ABC, so they did a lot of features. Let me tell you, Ghana looks absolutely gorgeous. It is, yeah, it is. It looked absolutely I, gorgeous. I've never met a bunch of people that smile like people in, in Kumasi, in particular. Yeah, they, everybody looks just happy, just a happy bunch of people, regardless of what they're doing. They just smile all the time, yeah. yeah. And I had a young so, lady from Black Panther that was showing her around. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. There has clearly, clearly been quite a bit of focus and effort on remarketing the African continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and you're seeing uh, the music with Bune Boyan and a slew of artists. You're seeing the economies. You're mm-hmm. seeing oil exploration. You're seeing cultural exchange. You're seeing agriculture. So the Western portrayal of Africa is no longer valid. Yeah. You know, because they, they used to like to show people fighting in slums, you know. Yes, exactly. And now, the, the, the presentation of Africa, particularly from a new generation, is one of progress uh, and mm-hmm. fruitfulness and productivity. And that's really a great thing. And, and, you, and the young people are extremely proud of Africa. And they clearly are putting a lot of work into dismissing the old notions of Africa and what Africa looks like and what Africa is about today, which is great. Yes, it is. It is. It is. And uh, uh, Mario ba- Balo- Balotelli, he plays for Italy, but he's from Africa. He, he did a post on Facebook that I shared. I was trying to find, all right, look at here. He said, listen, listen to this, eh? I challenge you all African footballers to put money together with me to leave racist Europe and build stadiums in Africa and develop our youth. We have money. We can build at least five world-class stadiums in each country and sign a petition that no players will be exported to Europe ever again. Here in Africa, they will play under the love of their sisters and brothers with no one singing racist chants in the stands against them. We are more talented. We can make our Champions League quality and our league's quality. We have great talent that is never appreciated abroad. I, I so love that. Place. Very and powerful. And I always wondered why no African player ever said that before. Very powerful. And you, mm-hmm. you're really going against the grain because of the, the power of that European Football League. And yeah. the things they have to go through 
the throwing bananas on the field, the, the pretending to be monkeys and mm -hmm. making the monkey sounds and the black mm -hmm. face and it's and they are playing for this country at the World Cup level and helping the country's winner and the what they endure on a daily basis or a weekly basis when they have matches is disgusting. Yeah. Look at the kind of things that were said about the black players who played for England when they lost that, that match the other day. Yeah. The kind of crazy things they said about them. You know what I mean? It's disgusting. And these people representing these countries, mm -hmm. putting their heart and soul out to play for these countries without appreciation to get that kind of racist um, 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 reaction from people. Disgusting. So I, I, I really, I really <coughs> support that statement. And I hope more the African players, because a lot of them are spending a lot of money, yeah? Sadio Mane and them, they're spending a lot of money on on lifting their countries you understand so yeah they, they're not just happy to be in Chariot, england or france or italy again yeah long ago 15 20 years ago they've been just be happy to be chosen to be taken by those sides but now they're using it as a means to an end yeah mm -hmm. they're using yeah. the talent to help take take the money back home to build the countries which yeah. is a great thing i mean when you think about the different waves of what's the right word exploitation mm-hmm that has, that has happened under uh, initially slavery, but it continued in so many other ways. Mm -hmm. You know, so they, they're getting bright, and and I tell you, it's a new wave. And I, I think I told you all a couple of weeks ago about the why and how the uh, Afrobeats is so globally dominant now. It was a focused yeah. event, uh, effect from many African countries who came together and had this Tina. Tina promotion, this T-I-N-A, this is New Africa. Right. And they poured money into developing these artists for the last 15 years. And they're mm -hmm. seeing the, the rewards of it now. Yep. They're yep. seeing the rewards of it now. I mean, think about how um, Afrobeats is dominating when Soka is basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. very, very similar, you know. Yes, yes. And they're not watering down the dialect, you know. They're singing in Nigerian and they're singing in... You know, all the languages, but they, they're being accepted around the world. Mm -hmm. So it's not, we used to talk about always oh, the accent. Uh, no, it didn't stop Jamaicans from dominating the globe. In the same way that VP Records and Chris Blackwell and they poured money into Bob Marley and other artists, Shaggy and they, to bring them internationally. That is, we, we've never had that kind of uni, uni, united focus. Yes, yes. It's individual people who through their mere talent and force. The Marshall, the Destro, the Bungie. And I was say, I'm so glad that Nicki Minaj included Destro and Patrice on that singer that's doing so well. Right. Because, I mean, people realize that we never had a, a, a lack of talent, you know. We just never had the marketing and unified push behind us. Yeah. So, hmm. And we, and Sparrow and Kitchen, Melody and them dominating Calypso for 50 years. Mm-hmm. 50 years Calypso went around the with Bella Fonte and they sing Calypso. And we still struggling to make it a genre in Grammys. And still we need Grammy validation, eh? Yeah. It's another form of promotion. Mm -hmm. We do more of a, 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 a category in iTunes. Yeah. We do more of a category in the Grammys or in iTunes. That's to tell you how. And if you don't have that, remember those are the great portals where people buy and, and access art and music. So... A lot of work to do, but it doesn't happen just by guess. Yeah. How did the country or private sector they come together and realize, you know what? We need to maximize this. 
But government after government come and they oil and gas now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we take it for granted. We take it for granted. We oil and gas. Things we we do here buy, for buy expendable you have oil and gas. Mm-hmm. And that is an infinite source of, of revenue. It will never end because creativity never ends. True. Well, like uh, our colleague Richard, you know, I'm so glad he's doing a TV series now. Hopefully, it'll lead to big things, bigger mm-hmm. things. Because writers, actors, musicians, artists, playwrights, you know, we have so much talent and the diversity is what gives us the, the, the richness, you know. Yeah. End of spiel. Hmm. Well, yes. Today, but it's, of good, course, it's a good spiel this morning. It is, it is. It, 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 yeah, it, it is a good feel, you're right. No, and as I say, I will try to I will try to give your you guys as much coverage of Ghana, Accra, and Kumasi as possible when I get there. You love Dongyam, you must yet. You know, it was it, last time I went there. I actually never, I didn't have a massage in in Ghana. You got two things I I target when I travel: a masseuse and a barber. I always take a haircut wherever I go. And I did take a haircut in Ghana. I remember walking out, you know, in these movies, you see these red dirt road, these dirt, these dirt roads that the dirt is red. Mm-hmm. Well, I the road I walked on was a road exactly like that. And I went and I walked out the road and I found a barber. And I had a haircut, but I didn't have a massage. So this time I'll, I'll make sure and find that masseuse. Yeah, Paul, and I'll, I'll, do some, I'll do some pictures just for you. Of the masseuse in action? Yeah, of the masseuse in action. Uh, do a video. It'll go viral. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do it. I'm sure it'll go viral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> put, in, put in your nomination today and then do the video. <laughs> oh, yes, today is nomination day in the People's <laughs> National Movement. And boy, I hear some kind of names coming up. <laughs> I'm I'm actually getting these these posts from PNM members. Who's saying we support so and so and we support so and so? I said, Oh, well, let me wait until today and see what happens. Right. See what the list looks like. <laughs> because support, I'm seeing support for Karen. Yeah? Support for Karen. No, no, no. I don't know if she's even. I don't know what she's doing. I haven't seen anything from her. But I'm talking about the, the actual PM, some ministers' names coming up. That we supported them now. Stuart Young. I will support Stuart Young. Where regardless of what position he goes up for, I will support him. I'm seeing a support Kazdim Hussein. I'm seeing so, well, well, it's a C boy. Some other name come up. Um, I say okay. Let me wait on, until Monday and see um what the nomination turns up. You know. I haven't seen any, cha- I haven't, outside of Karen Nunes Ishera, I haven't heard of any other challenges to political leader. And I don't think there will be. I don't know. I doubt it. You know? well, hmm. Political, uh, unless Dr. Bishnu Raghunath yesterday in one of the newspapers said that she has an uphill battle, to say the least, in trying to unseat Dr. Rowley. Which is what we said the other day. I'm sorry. It's just very difficult to unseat a political leader who is prime minister at the time who has led his party to victory in election, mm. two national elections. It's a very you know, one-man, one-vote camp thing, right? In the PNM now, right? So we're talking about, we're talking 20,000, 30,000 people who probably will go out and, and thing. I, I'm just hazarding, I guess, right? I don't know. 
I Last time I did, you got 15,000 votes. Yeah. So, so 1,500 so, from Penelope Beckles Robinson, right? Yeah. That's about, I think that's about the ratio. Right. So if Karen Nunes is here, and I'm making bold to say, if Karen Nunes is here, God has 100 votes, you get plenty. I won't disagree with you. Yeah. I if think I'm with the greatest of respect to Mrs. Nunes to share, and I have a lot of respect for her. I think you're being very generous. Mm, yeah. If she I I, I, as we asked her when you interviewed her, what is your base? Who is your support base? Hmm. Hmm. And in the unlikely, when well, that's a question for you, Wendell, in the unlikely event that Mrs. Nunes to share pulls off a coup d'etat, and, mm. and since Dr. Raleigh has political leader, is it, no, is it November 4th? December. December, December 4th. On December mm. 4th. Mm. What then are the, the implications? Is it that she then becomes Prime Minister? What, what happens? Well, she can't... She I don't can't. know. I'm, I'm asking. I don't yeah. know what the, 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 the PNM regulations or bylaws say. That you have somebody who is not an elected member, then not a political leader. If that if it were to happen, and the unlikely yeah. that it were to happen, what then are the implications for that? Well, the PNM, the PNM's constitution, as far as I remember, and anybody could correct me if I'm wrong, the political leader is the person who should be prime minister, if you know what I mean. Once the party is in power, now, I think the constitution is framed in such a way that the political leader is the prime minister. So it means that it it would mean. It would mean, and people don't quote me because I'm, I'm, I don't have the constitution in front of me, and I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm just going off pure guessing here at this stage. Mm -hmm. That the polit, the then, the, the now prime minister will have, well, he would have lost his his position as political leader, and I guess he will have to resign some, his some, position. Someone as prime just message me, and you can, and I can be corrected if I'm wrong, if the person is wrong, that. She cannot be prime minister because she doesn't sit in the lower house. But she doesn't. That's what right. I'm saying. And we've never so, had a so prime minister who doesn't sit in the lower it, house. That's true. Right. So she doesn't sit anywhere right now. But so it, 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 I don't know if it means she has and to. Then, and then who's going to appoint her to the Senate? She's going to appoint herself to the Senate? Or some kind of thing. Huh? It's an impossible machination. It is impossible. As far as I'm aware, it is impossible. But let's. But uh, let's go down the unlikely road that you you raised. Let's go down that unlikely road that she wins. Is it that Dr. Rowley now will have to resign his seat as an MP, and 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 she goes in that seat in a, in a in a by election? Why would he have to re know. resign his seat as an MP? Mm -hmm. Was that sorry? Why would he have to resign his seat as an MP? No, I'm saying let's go down that unlikely road mm -hmm. that she wins. And yeah. he cannot be prime minister by virtue of the constitution, mm -hmm. right? And he, well, naturally, he will have to resign as prime minister. So we're talking about him resigning as prime minister. We're talking resigning. about an election then? Yes, and a by-election in Diego Martin West. Okay. Where Karen Nunes Ishera now is the, is the candidate. And imagine she goes there. Let's go down that. Oh, that that crazy scenario that we started. The rabbit hole. Yeah, rabbit hole. <laughs> that's a rabbit hole. We go in on that rabbit hole, and she goes up for election in the Martin West and loses. What then? <laughs> what then? You know what I mean? So it just 
Karen Unesichara knows very well she is on a path to political, well, I can't say destruction because people have bounced back from all manner of, of, of political shenanigans. That is true. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, so that's, I wouldn't even say she's on a path to political destruction, but. But Dr. Raghunath also said it's great for the PNM that shows that democracy is alive and well within the party. Well, I guess so. He said so. He said that, that anyone can who is a, a, a member in good standing, is, is that the term that's used? Yeah. A member yeah. in good standing can make themselves eligible for the position. Yeah. So. What, what I would like to see are challenges in all the other areas. I would like to see challenges in all the other um, um, positions that are coming up for grabs. You understand? I would like to see a challenge for chairmanship. A challenge for who is the current what? chairman? Is it Minister? The current Amber? chairman is Colin Okay. So I would like to see a, a challenge for vice chairman because we don't have a, a vice chairman at the moment because um, and, and just for those of us who are not inside, what is the chairman's rule and the vice chairman's rule? Well, the chairman is really in control of the political arm of the party. Yeah? The chairman sits at the head, um, and then the political leader. You okay. understand? So the chairman. The chairman oversees all the political act, uh, activities of the party. You understand? Okay. So, and then what we will have, what we, will, what the vice chairman naturally will, 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 will take that role if the chairman is unable to. Robert Lehan was the vice chairman, and he has, he has since resigned. You understand? He has since resigned. So, so we have we should we should see a, a a challenge for that we will definitely have a new vice chairman um then we're talking about the lady vice chairman who's coming robinson regis we could see a challenge to that um then we have the position of general secretary who is foster cummins we could see a challenge to that mm -hmm. uh, we have the assistant general secretary who is daniel dukey right now we could also see a challenge to that um then we go down the road, Labor Relations Officer Jennifer Batiste Primus. I do see why it shouldn't have a challenge to that. We have um, Operations Officer um, Irene Hines. We could see a challenge to that. We have Field Officer is, um, Field Officer right now, I think, is Indar Parasram. Um, we may see a challenge to that. Um, let me see if I try, let me see if I'm missing any. The PRO right now is, Paris Alwar, is he the PRO? I think he is. Um, the treasurer is Howard Chinley. Um, we have the the what am I missing? Elections officer. Um, is that is he is that Indar? I'm not sure which one is Indar. Indar is either field officer or elections officer. Um, social media officer is Avinash Singh. He definitely has not been very vibrant on that. So he, he Wait, but to, I didn't see him on social media. He need to change. They need to change him. You understand? Um, the youth officer is Endale Endale Young. You missed your challenge to that. Um, Laurel Lazama Leasing, Cancer Dandy is 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 PRO. PRO, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the doesn't hold a position right now again in the executive. He used to be PRO. He doesn't. He no longer holds a position in the executive. No longer hold several positions. <laughs> Poor fella. <laughs> I I wouldn't call him. He's not somebody I would ever discount readily. No, 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 no. You shouldn't. He's no, very no. politically astute. Mm. Yeah. Um. 
Who else? Who else? Who else? What what positions did I miss? And of course, the the deputy political leaders are all appointed by the political leader. Um, so that's okay. Fitzgerald Hines, um, Rohan Sinanon, Junior Williams, and of course the fourth one is always the head of Tobago, whoever is heading the Tobago Council. Mrs. Yule Williams is such a legend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she is, you know, and no political yeah. leader. No political leader thus far has had the temerity to say time for June, Auntie June to go in. They've and all it, reappointed. It might cost you your political they, career. <laughs> they understand her, her, her influence. Huh? You know what I mean? If you want to play brave and, as they say, powerful, stupid. And if you're around, you're wrong so long and she worked so hard that if she, if she, to me, if she's not given a position like that, I ain't nobody. I know. She might just wither. I don't know. You know, but... Uh, but I think any political party needs elders, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That institutional knowledge. Yeah. Yep. Which is why Lenny said acted in that position too for so long also. He was chairman and then... um, He was chairman for a long time. And I'm not sure if he ever was a deputy political leader, but... Uh, he was chairman for quite some time, but he he had a kind of quiet, stern disposition. Boy, you ever met Lenny, Doctor Lenny? Say, yeah, once, once or twice. Yeah, he had a he had when a I when quiet... I interviewed um, Mr. Manning back in the day. Right. Um, there were, he was the liaison primarily. Right. Yes, he was. He was Mr. So, Manning's main man. Eh? You couldn't um you couldn't get to the prime minister without. Having a conversation with uh, Minister Seas, I think he was planning at the time. Yeah, he was planning. Yeah, he was planning. Yeah, but he was a serious man, but serious but very quiet and approachable, though. Eh? Very you strategic know, you, individual. Yeah, but you know, you, you just know you couldn't go wrong him with any kind of nonsense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. So what? So what? Um, position are you running for? Me? Yeah. Um, right now? Yep. For the a good seat on the plane to go where you're going. Don't you think it's time you uh, flexed your muscles when you're sitting? No, no. I actually, I actually contested a, an executive post in the PNM already. You know, I contested youth officer male back in the day when it was youth officer male. And well, you're too officer. old to contest youth officer now. Yeah, so I, I did contest that at one point in time. Um, I, I narrowly lost. I lost the Foster Cummins actually. He was youth officer. Um. I lost to him, um, but um, I I was happy to 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 make that move back in the day. But I I've, I've not sought that kind of office since. I I'm not interested. I've Honestly. seen switching gears. I've seen that uh, to his credit, and I will say to his credit, uh, MP Scotland has apologized. Yeah, uh, yes. which I think to his credit, because anyone can realize they've heard. Yes, and he is relatively new to the politics. Mm -hmm. So I think his apology is welcomed, and I hope he learns from it. Yeah. Uh, I think that he needs to realize that you know you need to be really careful what you're saying in Parliament because it is heavily co covered, mm -hmm. and and I think the the lesson in all of this is everybody humility. Yeah. Well, we did have a discussion over the weekend. Eh? MP Scotland, myself as chairman, and the secretary of the constituency, Ronald Callender. 
Mm -hmm. um, three of us met on Saturday because we had to oversee our women's league and our youth league. So he picked us up and and we drove with him and he raised that issue. And we, I remember telling him, I said, well, the prime minister has already kind of signaled to you all that you should because he has in a kind of way already issued an apology on your behalf and I well it wasn't an apology though well it was a kind of an apology it was an apology when it was it was a rationale right so he was kind of a rational apology he did not apologize microphone troubles you know what i mean he gave a rationale Right. He, he was very kind to them. He really said talking. I said that's chippiness, but he called it microphone. He, he used a euphemism called microphone troubles. Right. Even though you're talking about nonsense. Right. So I I remember I, I told Mr. Scott and I said, well, he has kind of opened the door for you all to do this that. I say, and you all shouldn't wait. So I wasn't surprised when I saw it the following day because I think he contacted the newspaper that same day. And so it came in Sunday's newspaper, you know. So I am happy that he did it. The, the, the message that the government in general mm. should get from this is do not underestimate how much the population is going through. Yeah. Do not, uh, and the Prime Minister said people are on edge. They're not on edge. They mm. are hurting. Yep. There is a large, very large swath of the population that is in deep hurt. For several different reasons. Mm -hmm. Most of it economical, some security wise, because people have lost a lot of loved ones. Some health wise, because people have lost a lot of loved ones to COVID and other issues along the way. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of pain in the society. So mm -hmm. you see, talking down to people and lecturing them, maybe now is not the best time to be doing that. No. Particularly mm -hmm. if you're not living the life that you are exposing the population live. Mm. Yeah. be very sensitive as to your privileged position yeah and that to me is the, is the lesson be very very sensitive and mm. you are in a position of privilege and i'm not saying it didn't work for it that's the next thing oh people work for that that i have no problem with people attaining what they've attained through legal means mm. and honest means people are, a lot of people have worked very very hard and a lot of parliamentarians are sacrificing also because they can be in private practice making more, more money in yeah. many cases, right? Yeah. But yeah. that does not mean you need to be disconnected from how people are feeling and how people are living and how many people are actually suffering. And that, to me, is the lesson to all of them. Yep. So, as I say, um, he spoke with us and we had two very successful meetings over the weekend. And so, good for him, quite frankly. Yeah, he felt good about it. So, What yeah. well, kick up cool pot. I mean, how ludicrous is that, you know? You know, but he, he actually pulled out his phone. He said, Chairman, you know, you know, he speaks, right? Chairman. <laughs> he said, Chairman. Uh, you I'm now the main king. <laughs> he said, he said, but you know, I actually use my cold pot. And he so and he so and he bought pulled out some pictures showing him using his cold pot. I don't think he should say it in public, yeah? People will get more irate again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Using your cold pot because you want to use your cold pot. Right. Not so because you him, have to use your cold pot. I said, please don't let these pictures go out there. <laughs> okay, there's, there's a difference between being driven to work and feeling on every, on every six months to take a ride to work. Yeah. Nobody in jumping on a bicycle to get knocked down or to get caught in no flood. I tell him, I say, well, if nobody knew who Keith Cotton was before, they know now. 
<laughs> yeah. So, and and as much as we like him, mm-hmm. nobody needs to know ham and macaroni pie every week. <laughs> that Marvin. Yeah. You know, I... that, that, that's a big presumption mm. that everybody could eat ham and macaroni pie every week. Mm. Okay? Yeah. I'm playing where the next meal coming from. <laughs> they don't know how they're feeding their children today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all are we sacrifice. Yeah. And only your parents sacrifice. <laughs> I'm glad you can afford Louis Vuitton and X, X, um, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. What's this right? bacana happening in Tobago now? I think there's some landslide. A landslide. A landslide and a road is an impassable. That's what I saw this morning. And the... No, they say carnival commerce in Tobago. That's what the headline is. In what papers? In the Express. School fence removed. Carnival commerce in Tobago. I'm unaware. Says, a carnival bacchanal has broken out in Tobago. The PTF of the Scarborough RC schools was yesterday up in arms with the THA, with the Tobago's House of Assembly Division of Education, over the breaking down of a fence on the school's compound to make way for a road for the island's first carnival to be held on October 20. So they break down the fence. So they show in here that now a portion of the fence is removed from the parking area on the compound of the Scarborough to make way for a road, but why Why is there a need to do that? You say, what is also disturbing the PTA to PTA President Keisha Jack is that no consultation took place with the school officials and no parking space on the school's compound has been reduced as a result. Okay. Now ain't so much of a bacchanal then. Yeah, somebody looking for a bacchanal. It looks so. It looks it looked like somebody trying to create a bacchanale. That is them business. Mm-hmm. They will take care of it. Mm. And also, of course, uh the US Embassy Travel Advisory has spawned quite a bit of commentary. Uh the US Embassy has said that no country was targeted. It disclosed that security and safety aspects of the advisory did not change uh, and the advisory did not target specific countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our level four, I believe it is. Uh, the travel advisory labels are based on established risk indicators, including health, crime, terrorism. I still don't get that terrorism thing. I expect what mm-hmm. and what to be. Um, that to me is a, a, an inaccurate classification. With the, with the way they are, they phrased it. Kidnapping and or hostage taking, civil unrest, and natural disasters and other potential risks. So I don't know how the terrorism thing came in there, quite frankly. Yeah. yeah. That is the one that to me irks me the most. Because I don't know that we are the subject of any terrorist attack or or have been over the last couple of decades. How long ago the coup was? Nineteen ninety. Ninety. Thirty-two years. Right. So all right. Uh, Minister of National Security Fitzgerald Hines responded uh, and he had similar sentiments but the um, the what you call it the advisory stance mm-hmm. yeah and a new, a new US ambassador is to come in the coming weeks Candice Bond very attractive lady 
Leave yeah. yourself, huh? You're not to get in trouble. Yeah. No, you can't see attractive. Yeah. Can't she... Okay, so it's uh, do you have papers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go get to the headlines, though, did you see that shooting at that down south with that man and that security yeah, supermarket. police officer? No, I didn't. You didn't see the video of it? You didn't no, read the I story? I, I read the story. I didn't see the video. Okay. But apparently this woman... Yeah, I sent it in a group, I think. Yeah. She went and, and, and to buy some food. She parked in a, in a, in a parking lot across the road by a grocery, I think, and went, to buy, went across the road to buy food. And when she came back, she said she saw her husband scuffling with this man. And this man pulled out a gun from his waist. The video showed that. And shot him. Twice. Shot her husband? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You know, and the story is that they were arguing over a parking spot. That's how the story first what? came. What? Well, that is the details I hear, but I didn't realize it was that frivolous. Right. Somebody but got shot for a parking spot. The story, as reported by the officer now, is that he's, the man was smoking a cigarette that had an unusual length and smell, and he went to tell him about it, and the man got out his car and started to argue, and the man tried to grab his gun, and he shot him. That is the police. That is the officer's story, as reported in the newspaper, I should say. Speaking of gun, I see that a businessman is taking the commissioner of police to court to get back its FUL, which apparently was used in a suicide yeah. a suicide attempt. And quite frankly, I don't know how you could want to get back that gun. Or that license, I should say. Well, the seizes other guns and the license. Yeah, because if somebody gets it and attempted or committed suicide, you shouldn't have no gun. You shouldn't have no FUL. Yeah. Okay, what which papers do you have? I have today's express. Monday, October 10th. You remember when October 10th was a was it a, was it a one-off public holiday for the Chinese people at one time? And probably double yes, 10. Remember. remember you used to have double 10 sales? They don't have that again. Yeah, they do. I think they today don't? is double 10 at excellent stores. Oh, I haven't seen it advertised. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> today's double 10 people. And the headline in the Express reads double down for disasters. Team ahead, you must be able to take care of yourself for at least 72 hours. If you cannot do that, you are not ready. Wow, who said that? Who said that? Who's the team ahead say that? But where's the story? It's on page four. Okay, team director Alan Stewart. All right, that's interesting. Um, and the picture is that of members of the Trinidad Defense Force assist with the evacuation of Greenvale residents in October 2018 when the area suffered disastrous flooding. Now, why did they bring back this picture? Express on nothing to do today. School friends removed. Carnival commerce in Tobago. That's also on the front page. The story is on page five. And again, that story and nothing is the same thing. Express had a slow weekend. Jigsaw coming together, and that's in cricket. No, it's not. It is, yes. UAE Netherlands warm-up matches key to final preps is Simmons. And there's a picture of West Indies head coach Phil Simmons. TTFA Financials approved at EGM and wins for Arsenal and Man United in EPL. So that is the front and back of today's Express. Express clearly had a slow weekend. 
Let's move now to the news day online for today, Monday, 10th October. Nomination day for PNM internal elections today, Monday. US Embassy on travel advisory, TNT not targeted. UNC says no to property tax. People struggling to survive. Yellow level adverse weather alert discontinued. Haynes, Guarcara, Tabakit Road needs fixing. St. Anne's man drowns at Cora. Bandits held for robbing Valencia doubles vendor. Beatham man shot by police. Assault rifle seized. Criminologist, proactive justice system key to managing gun violence. And uh, creative team sues now Kirk Waits over outstanding payment. Uh, and the president pays tribute to explain that Winston Henry explained a pastor way yeah. on, fr- on Friday or Saturday, I think it is, condolences to his family. Friday. We didn't mention that earlier on. No, we didn't. Uh, moving now to The Guardian. Uh, European Union reiterates opposition to death penalty. U.S. travel, U.S. Embassy travel advisory only updated for COVID, not safety and security. Heavy showers cause floods in parts of Coover. Party election chairman, several candidates express interest to contest election internal polls. Political, political analysts say Nunes Teixeira's decision to fight for PNM leadership is an uphill challenge. Thieves rob elderly Shibwana's couple. Opposition thrashes Scotland's coal pot apology. Woodside Energy helps students progress with literacy training. And fallen trees, high winds, and more flash flooding in some areas over the weekend. So those are front page stories in your Express and online Guardian and Newsday for today. Monday the 10th of October. I put a, a poll, possible poll in. I just saw it, yes. I just saw it. All right. Ten minutes before the hour of uh, seven o'clock. Let's give you the results of our morning poll from Friday. And of course, on Friday, we asked you. um, Where did it go? Here we go. Uh, Do you think that the U.S. level two advisory against traveling to Trinidad and Tobago and the level four advisory for Port of Spain is justified? That was our poll on Friday. Results after this. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services, from vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services, great mechanics and technicians, exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services, Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545 and like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services, we do it all. All right. Do you think the U.S. Level 2 advisory against traveling to Trinidad and Tobago on the Level 4 advisory for Port of Spain is justified? The votes are in. 92, 92% said yes. All right. A lot of votes on that, too. All right. Let's get into this morning's poll. All right. Um, there's a suggested poll, eh, Paul? Yes. All right. You want to go with that? If you all agree. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So do you think the United States should remove the terrorism threat from their travel advisory? That's our poll this morning. Um, It it follows on our poll on Friday. Um, But do you think that they should remove the terrorism threat from their travel advisory? Um, And there is a story, a follow-up story to it in today's papers. It says the change in COVID-19 health restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago was the only reason why the U.S. State Department and Consular Affairs 
updated its travel advisory last week to, for its citizens traveling to this country. That's a they're serious. Anyway, let me do influence the poll. All right. So do you think the the terrorism um advisory should be removed from their travel advisory? Did I get that right? The terrorism threat. Do you think that the terrorism threat should be removed from their travel advisory? Yes or no? That's our poll this morning. All right. Two 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 eight two five five. Tool free North Americans, 866-525-1099. Of course, let's say happy Thanksgiving going out to the folks in Canada. It is your Thanksgiving uh, is day it? today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Miami Carnival was on on the weekend. Yeah, I saw a lot of images about that. Yeah, so happy Thanksgiving, uh, Canadians. All right, let's go to our lines. Good morning, caller. Good morning, 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 gentlemen. The SSA report in Parliament in Trinidad and April said terrorism remains a threat in Trinidad. My answer is no. It should not be removed. All right. Thank you so much. Behind JFK. Cool. All the best to you. Have a great one. All right. Of course, you could give us your vote via our message app. Well, our message board via our mobile app and our website at paul102fm.com. All right? Once again, we're asking you, do you think the U.S. should remove the terrorism threat from their travel advisory for TNT? That's our poll. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to the Powell family. Good morning to the broadcasters online. Morning, my Paul. Answer, my answer is yes. It should yes. be removed. And where are you calling from? Like guys, I would like you guys to open up the phone line after you guys finish this because I want to say something about the Calypsonians, please. All, All right. right. No problem. Sounds right. like a plan. All right. Thank All righty. you. Take care. All right. 222-TALK. 612-TALK. 866-525-1099. That's all the numbers directly into our studio, including our toll-free number for North Americans. Do you think the U.S. should remove the terrorism threat from their travel advisory? All right, for TNT, that's our poll. Of course, this will stay up until tomorrow morning. So vote via our message board and on our, uh, uh, via our mobile app. And on our website, let's see. Um, all right, some of this. Well, Richard with Rampage, Richard will have to, to tell you about that. Uh, Troy says, good morning, guys. Yes. GB Intrinsity says yes. Trev Trev and Arima says yes. Marval on the road says 100% yes. Wayne, happy Thanksgiving to you, Wayne. Yes, from Simcoe, Ontario, Canada. Carol Guevara, yes. Rena Budu Jennings, yes. Meb, yes, it should be removed. Beefy Smith, morning to you, yes. Piggy Lou, no. We have no clue of the plans that are taking place in the background. 
All right, they stated terrorism threat. Look at how many terrorists small TNT exported to ISIS. All right, Piggy Lou. Eddie. Eddie. Says yes. Ms. Maloney. Yes. Ish out in Malik. Says yes. What says you, caller? Good morning. No. All right. Kunapir, thank you so much. Always locked on every morning. Uh, to the Paul Breakfast Show. All right, keep those I votes think coming. History was just made. It's the first time Kunupi and Pigilu vote together. The same vote. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. We just had a very historic moment on the Paul Breakfast Show. <laughs> All right. Let's get some of those calls coming in. Let's get some of those hits coming in. Do you think the U.S. should remove the, the, the terrorism threat from their travel advisory? All right. That's our poll. What do you think? Yes or no? Call us. 222-8255. Tool-free North Americans. 866-525-1099. Kenny out in Harlem says no. Rampage. Unfortunately, no. What says you, caller? Hi, good morning. Morning. Yes to the poll and apologize. Yes to the poll and apologize. All right. Thank you, Sonny. Let's see. Central Animal Lover. Morning. Tell Uncle Sam, give us a break now. Yes to the poll. Miss Ingrid, absolutely yes. We are not terrorists. Thank you, Miss Ingrid. All right. A minute again. So keep those calls coming. Keep those hits coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should the U.S. remove the terrorism threat? from the, their travel advisory on Trinidad and Tobago. That's our poll this morning. And we have had a very history-making morning today. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Lunch Park says no. Miss Bonnet West. Good morning, gentlemen. Yes. All right, thank you so much. All right, of course, um, Evie will be in with our major news coming up in a short short. Yep. Double <laughs> Do you think the U.S. should... Sorry, Wendell. That's all right, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying double 10 today. Um, um, hopefully, it'll, it'll be the bargain and get a 20% off somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You could see that and play <laughs> with today. 20% off on gas. <laughs> All right. Do you think the U.S. should remove the terrorism threat against their, uh, well, from their travel advisory for TNT? That's our poll. Let's see. CJ out in New York. Uh, yes. Top of the morning to Ruben and A.V. Yeah, if he looks like, if, if he looks kind of weird this morning, I'll tell you that, CJ. 
She does. She doesn't have on black or purple. No, she doesn't have on black or purple. No, no, no. Well, then she will look well. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our major news. Of course, our poll will stay up until tomorrow morning. Um, right. Let's get into our major news. Someone that not looking like AV is in. This is your news bulletin from Power 102 Digital. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.